Welcome to the Checkmates Go podcast. Join your favorite Checkpoint expert, Phone Boy, and his guests as they cover a range of cybersecurity topics to help you secure your everything. Be sure to subscribe and share, and don't forget to rate and review us. And now, here's Phone Boy. And welcome to Season 3, Episode 6. We took a little bit of a break thanks to the CPX conference, which is now over with, and all of the materials are posted on Checkmates for you to review. A lot of great content there. If you're interested in how we're addressing uh, the new world and the new opportunities that the world presents itself with uh, in terms of cybersecurity. We've got a lot of great stuff there and uh, encourage you to take a look at it if you haven't already. 25 years ago, when I started working with Checkpoint, it was as part of a reseller. These days, I work directly for Checkpoint, but I know firsthand the value that our value-outed resellers at Checkpoint provide. Now, there's some questions sometimes about what value do value-added resellers add, and, and I will say that not all VARs are created equal. So we were talking with Eric Anderson at Atlantic Data Security about, well, the value in value-added resellers. Now, the one thing I can say over the last 25 years is cybersecurity has gotten, well, a lot more complicated. There's a lot more moving parts. There's a lot more acronyms and things like that. And so, you know, one of the areas I think a good VAR can can help with is helping you to sort through all of those things and figure out, well, what exactly you need. So here's Eric Anderson talking about that. There's a lot of confusion out there, and, and it's understandable that that the industry on whole, not just Gartner, but but the entire industry of IT and especially cybersecurity keeps throwing acronyms at people. We see clients that say, hey, I need to know more about whether it's CASPI or SASE or, or SDP or whatever. They throw all these different acronyms out there because they read in, in a publication somewhere or heard on a podcast, no offense, or, or somewhere that this is something they need to be thinking about. And a lot of times those acronyms break down to very simple not new concepts. The building blocks have been there for a long time. They're just being repackaged and maybe marketed in a different way. And often we see vendors, and no offense to, to those that, that do this and do a great job of it, they, they market towards those terms, but it gets confusing. And we have clients that will often say, I need this, but they really don't. And when we ultimately get to talking to them, the problem they're really trying to solve might be better solved with a simpler solution. Sometimes maybe a completely different solution. Sometimes they're dead on. <laughs> and, and, and what they're trying to do is exactly solved by what they said they were looking for. But part of what a value-added reseller can do, and I, I deprecate the word reselling because it's more about the value add with us, I care much more about making sure that what you're looking to buy is going to solve the problems you're looking to solve than just saying, yes, here's that product. I care much more as an engineer. I care more about the value add than the reselling. Reselling is easy. Adding values takes more effort, but that's where we tend to focus and want to focus and making sure that what you buy is really what you needed and is going to solve problems for you and make things a little bit easier or better or more secure. And often that's through getting the right product fit and getting solutions in place that are correct and you can get that value out of other times and in most cases it's through also adding the services that are needed to help realize that potential making sure that things are deployed properly configured properly integrated properly and that you're properly trained to get that value out of them and that's that's a gap that i find is far too often very prevalent and also sometimes, you know, even helping them to, you know, for the ongoing maintenance, right? And I'm talking, and so, uh, you know, you talk about managed services, right? That's a that's a something that uh, 
vars can do and you know and some you know there's i mean there's other um there's other businesses that do you know we talk about like the managed uh, security services provider kinds of things right there's there's or they've, there's a bunch of other acronyms that basically mean hey somebody you know an external person to help you manage your security uh, estate or some part of it right or you know and i think there's been stories back and forth about you know it's like okay what value do some of those do some of those organizations provide and i think not all of those situations are created equal and some are better than others and and yeah you do have to do some work to find out wh- okay what value are you going to get out of this and 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 is is it going to be worthwhile and it's it's a i think the successful uh the successful vars in you know in any space focus on the value add because that's the because that's the part where uh you know the the, because yeah anybody can resell right i mean if i i can go to a you know i can go to a a just if if i just want to buy a product i can go through a distributor and buy it right you know if if i know that that's the product i want but if i need something else in addition to that that's where that's where the the value add comes in and that's where you know that's where organizations uh you know su- such as yourself come in right they're, they're you know or, or the one you work for and and and, and the thousands of others that, uh, that 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 checkpoint has uh that in their ranks yeah exactly you know you could if you knew the exact product you wanted because you were uh, very well versed in the space or, or you just come out of the space and you, you know exactly what it is that you want to solve the problem you can go fishing for a, a part number and a price and a, and a very specific product then you only need a reseller which is how we're often, unfortunately, kind of abbreviated. When when you're not sure what other products exist, maybe you work for a vendor and you know their product, you don't know what else is out there that, that may have pros and cons versus the, the vendor that you work for. Uh, that's where a value-added reseller should be able to come in and help educate you and, and learn from you, ideally asking you questions before giving you answers as to what it is that actually you could use and get the most value out of based on what you already have and what knowledge you have, the personnel you have. Uh, and sometimes that might be a different product than you thought because that reseller should have knowledge or excuse me, value added reseller should have knowledge of other products in the landscape and be able to help steer you towards the one that you will best solve your specific problems with. And it's not always the same answer. Also, it comes, uh, it takes into account what resources you have. And often, as you touched on earlier, you might not have the resources to fully own those products and get full value out of them. And that might involve whether it's a consultative relationship where someone helps you on a kind of hourly basis or whether it's a more managed or co-managed relationship where someone can help do the care and feeding or help even be the eyes on glass to, to keep an eye on everything and make sure that there's no alerts that you've ignored or haven't seen. And that's where managed relationships can come in. And what it allows you to do, to go back to the the resource allocation and usefulness aspect, your resources may be better off serving your customer base more directly if they're not well-versed in those new tools and new products you have and in the cybersecurity space in general, where a managed service provider or some other augmented outside provider, whether it's full outsourcing or not, might be better versed in getting I'm uh, making sense of that information and getting value out of the information that your tools are providing and acting on them and remediating the problems that are being uncovered. So rather than kind of reinventing yourselves and retraining everyone, in some cases, it may make more sense to and be less painful and less expensive to leverage outside expertise to help fill that gap rather than looking to hire expensive resources that that's a much bigger kind of a, a buy-in to, to, to get a hold of. 
there's lots of ways to help, right? And I think, uh, you know, even, even vendors themselves have professional services that can help with uh, with certain things as well. And, uh, you know, I know Checkpoint has, uh, we, we have uh, several people that are, that are help some of the larger customers with certain projects um, and, you know, longer term engagements, right? So that, to, to assist with these things and, you know, it, but it's, it, it's not even, it's not even just products, right? It's also the right services. So it's, it's, it's helping to navigate the, okay, well, maybe you would do better with, you know, bec- because you need that additional assistance, right? It's leveraging, you know, so, you know, for Checkpoint, it might be having an ATAM or a Diamond Support Engineer or both, right? It, or, you know, or, or there's other resources that can be employed to help you, right? That people that, that aren't necessarily on your payroll, but they are, there are resources that you can rely on. To go back to the beginning of the conversation, the, you know, the talent, the talent is not necessarily evenly distributed, right? And a lot of times it's just knowing what is of what what resources are available to you and making the best use of them and, and again and, and you know not that resources are, are free but uh you know although you know certainly the checkmates community can help with that you know with uh, you know with lots of free resources but uh i, I think but there there are um, many resources that you can employ to help you achieve your goals and it'd be more secure and all of that and i think it's important that we uh that you you know about all those resources and again you've got so you've got you know vendors like checkpoint and and uh you know and far as like atlantic data security and and you know there's there's plenty of other uh there, there's other resources out there that you can leverage and you know again using community and and uh and, and you know and using and, and having things as uh, you know employing managed services and that kind of thing i think you can, i think we can i think we can address the talent shortage Right, or the or, you know, the, or the perceived talent started. So it's just basically redistributing the you know, the talent so that you get uh, you, that you, your problems are solved, and you and you can uh, you can and you can sleep easy at night, and, and knowing that your stuff is secure as it possibly can be. Yeah, it's it's a very strong point that not everyone needs to have a guru as a full time employee for every product that they utilize. You know that that would be incredibly unrealistic and, and cost ineffective. Um, there are products that, you know, require more care and feeding than others. And it all depends on the size and deployments and use and, and how things are being set up and, and taken advantage of. And as you said, value-added resellers ideally are there to help add that value and make sure that you are getting value for what you're spending. And for us, it starts with not just making sure you're getting the right product. We don't want to sell you a product that we know isn't going to fit just because you're willing to pay for it. We want to make sure that this is the right solution to solve the problem that we've asked you about and we've learned from you is what needs solving. And once it's there, we want to help make sure that it's working properly. That goes through education, through through services to help you get up to speed. And in some organizations, a lot less of that is needed. If you do have the luxury of a lot of onboard full-time staff that has the knowledge, that's wonderful. And you may be able to take advantage of them and utilize the talent you already have. If you don't, it doesn't mean you need to hire it as a full-time employee. Again, we can often come in and add a significant amount of value in a very small amount of time, much less than a full-time employee would be. And that's where, again, whether it's managed services on a, on a more pro, uh, proactive, regular basis, or whether it's just in kind of a consultative basis where we can come in and do... Um, periodic care and feeding we do with a lot of our clients, we just handle their upgrades for them because upgrades are something that doesn't have to be done on a day-to-day basis. And there may be from year to year, there may be differences in how they're done and, and how they're best done. And rather than your existing staff having to invest time in figuring out what the proper procedure is and wondering and worrying about, are they doing it right? To leverage someone who does this on a regular basis, in that case may make perfect sense. 
and save time and therefore save money and, and have a little bit more peace of mind. So leveraging resources outside the organization in an appropriate way, not to do the stuff that you can do, not to do the stuff that's day to day. If you have and want to do it yourselves, you should. And that might make more sense to grow at home and, and, and do internally. But to, to appropriately leverage resources when it makes sense to do so, uh, I, I think is something that's, that's often overlooked or seen as failure or, or, or admitting of something that, that we're not capable of. There's no shame in it to, to admit, I do it myself. You know, there are certain things that I, I'm not a guru at, that I'm not great at. And whether it's IT or something more like you know, building a, a garage, I might go outside to have that done and, and bring in someone who actually knows what they're doing that'll save me time and even money in, in doing so with expertise that I don't possess. Yeah. And that's, I think we, you have to be as an organization, I think you have to recognize where, what your core competencies are, where they're not and bring in the right resources to assist. And I think that's, you need that to be successful uh, in, in many ways. Okay, kind of also along what you were saying about um, you know, using the resources that are there for you, sometimes at no cost. I always urge clients to use the vendors and, and uh, uh, communities, public and free communities as well. There's resources out there. Uh, you just have to be able to take it with a grain of salt and know that typically when you're getting a response from a vendor, it might have a certain spin towards the vendor. And that's fine. And, and I'm not saying that's bad at all. And usually it's actually correct and dead on. They know their products better than anyone else. And when you're looking to to solve something or repurpose or get full value out of a product, the vendor and owner and creator of that product should know how to do so. But 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 leveraging those free resources, whether it's vendors or community provided, is always huge. Even the resellers, if it's a value-added reseller, there's a certain amount that you can get from us for free because we're looking to, to serve you properly and do right by you. There's a certain amount of you know, information, at least, that we do provide as a service. And even products, I've often said, we resell products as a service to our clients because it's going to help solve problems and, and help make them more secure. So leverage the resources that are there take advantage of it. And when it gets to a certain point, then yes, this may become a different kind of level of engagement that requires a different level of commitment and requires resources to, to be engaged in a different way. I'll take another spin on, on community. And that I would say that if for your own education, participating in a, in an online community of some sort is going to help you learn more about the the stuff that you've purchased it's not a traditional it, it's you know it's a it's a, it's a, it's time honored in terms of how information is shared communally right it's 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 the if forums have existed as long as the internet itself has right you go back to you know um and and probably probably even before that but the idea is that knowledge is communal and you're going to learn from your peers in a way that you probably can't learn from uh you know even the vendor right and i think there's a, there's a lot of great stuff on checkmates that that came frankly from the community and sometimes it's not even it, sometimes it's people at the vendor but aren't like that's not their official thing right it's just something that they came up with that's that's interesting uh there's also but there's also we have a lot of uh we have a lot of partners that are, uh, you know, I'd say our, you know, some of our biggest contributors are, they, they come from partners. 
I, I can see that partners are certainly using that to hone their craft to be able to understand the solutions better so that when they're talking with customers, they they know what they're they know what works right and are able to portray it accurately to customers and, and you know, and, and essentially get better, you know, get a better understanding of the products and services and and, and sharing knowledge and, you know, and, and all of the and all of the good feels that entails. Uh, but. So if you're, you know, this is one of those things that if you want to get better as a, as a person, and I, and I, and I always, I tell people this and, you know, and that are wanting to start out in IT and I say, your best bet is actually to start out at a help desk. And this is kind of, this is kind of a help desk in a way. It's not, there's not a formal SLA or, you know, ticketing system or whatever it's, but it's the, but the idea is, is that when you, you see all of the different things that come in on the community, you start and and then you see how they're answered and you may not use that today, but you might go later and go, Oh, I need to do that. And I saw it on the community, however long ago. Right. And you can actually go look it up and go, okay, now I see how people solve this issue. Uh, is it the way that the vendor stated it or is it the way that the vendor even designed the product? Sometimes not, but you get a solution to your problem. Yeah, I agree that the idea of spending time on a support desk is huge. And some of us had the luxury of doing that earlier in our careers and dealing with the the urgency and just the the empathy needed to relate to someone on the other end of the phone who's having a problem. And, and whose product isn't behaving the way they perceive that it should be, or maybe the way it wasn't designed to. And you're coming from, in theory, a position of knowledge and expertise to help kind of steer them in the right direction and correct the problem and get them get get them through this crisis. And there's a, a certain challenge and, and uh, psychology needed to help deal with that and get through it. And it's very, very hard to have the proper empathy without having been on that other side, because now as the user, to, to understand what's, you know, how, what motivates and, and drives that person on the other end of the phone who's supposed to be giving you support other than the other end of the chat line. To understand what they're going through and how they perceive things is very important. It'll help you get better support too. That's a whole different discussion. But, you know, understanding uh, a product and understanding the client and understanding the, the desire and the needs and the challenges and the stresses are, are all kind of helpful in getting to resolution faster and, and, and more amenably and, and properly. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Checkmates Go. Subscribe in your favorite podcast app, leave us a rating and review, and share with your colleagues on social media. And we'll see you next time.